Hello, ladies. My name is April Getz, and I have a lot of passion here to talk to you ladies today. And the purpose of my speech today is not just to tell you. <laughs> I'd like an interaction. So um, if you don't want me to call on you, just say, don't call on me. <laughs> uh, I think my past experience of speaking with people and engaging with people is that when you are involved, you learn more and remember more. So a little bit about me. I am a mother of two. I have a son that is 26 years old. And I also have a daughter that is 30 years old. And I was divorced 16 years ago. And I've been on my own ever since. I raised my kids on my own from the time when they were 11 and 14 years old. I grew up in a very tumultuous environment. My parents were both dysfunctional and they were alcoholics and good people though, really, really, really good people. And the thing that was consistent in my family is laughter. I adapted a way of um, being accepted and a way of getting attention uh, because alcoholics, all they require is booze. Yes, all they require is booze. And so I had to really uh, do something out of, create something out of myself so that I could get acknowledgement. And so therefore, I developed a strong sense of humor. <laughs> and, you know, through, through my years of growing up, even when I was your age, I was uh, in self-deprecating humor because I found that when I was making people laugh, it really made me feel good. And that, that was something that supported me for a while until I, I had an experience of seeing a woman on stage and she was doing uh, humor, but it was self-deprecating humor. And I never recognized that that's what I was doing. And when I watched this woman on stage, it was like a mirror. And I'll never forget the feeling of transformation in that moment is that, oh my goodness, I... I will never do that again. That is so painful and hurtful towards myself. So I recognized, even though I have a fabulous sense of humor, uh, it was it was dark and damaging. So from that time forward, I, I changed the way that I use humor. And so I will be sprinkling in humor. One other area I'd like to share with you is I wrote a book on self-awareness and it wasn't a very good book. I mean, even my my grandmother wouldn't read it. <laughs> but this this lesson taught me about tenacity and taught me about trust and taught me about hope, taught me about action, taught me about persistence and actually trans it transformed me. My desire was that I was going to write this book and I was going to make all kinds of money. <laughs> so uh, money is definitely not a good motivator. And that's why I'm here is to share the things that I have learned with you. And hopefully you won't go through the pains and aches that I went through. Also, I have been uh, active in, in public speaking. I taught with a lady last year. We did some workshops with people and I love self-awareness, and, and but it, it's too serious and too heavy. 
So then I let go of that. And now I'm doing my own thing. I've got my own part podcast and I'm going to uh, sprinkle in some of those characters that I'm going to share you share with you today. So the speech is a chat. We're just going to have a conversation and we're going to start with C and that is encompassing of three C's, character, curious, and confidence. H is help, hope, hero. A is accountability, action, allow, and tenacity. Pardon me, and T, tenacity. And telling and transformation, period. I hope you enjoy and we'll get going. Character. What does your character say? What do you understand about your own character? When someone says to you, I just love their character, what does that mean to you? The meaning of character is the mental or moral qualities that makes an individual unique. What is it about you that is unique? I studied John Maxwell and I'm going to share a story with you. He shared with us on his podcast in developing your character and taking every piece of knowledge that you get along the way to keep moving and progressing and growing. He was hired for a position, pardon me, he was going in for a job interview and the store manager had two people there. The other person's name was Darren. And they went to the back of the shop and the store owner looked at both of them and said, okay, these are your responsibilities. And he progressed to go through what was the job description. They went back to the, the front of the shop and the owner said, thank you both for coming in and I'll get my decision to you by the end of the day. John Maxwell was really excited about it and Darren was excited about it. It seemed that they both had good skill set for this particular position. I don't know the details of that. John got a message later that day, a phone call saying that he was not chosen for the job. And he asked the store owner, why did you not choose me for this position? And he said, I noticed that you were a little hesitant in coming to the back of the shop when I wanted to show you guys what was entailed in the position. And you let Darren go ahead of you period. I'm looking for somebody that is willing to jump off the front lines and get the job done. So that, my friends, is something for you to consider. Don't hesitate. Move forward. Ask questions. The next C is curious. When you keep yourself in a state of mind of curiosity, it's like a childlike ener energy and this way, it will keep opportunities coming to you if you're curious. Keep asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask a question. And it's probably a good idea not to judge yourself in whether the question is a good question or not. If you don't know, you don't know. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And courage, confidence. In the story that I shared with you, it demonstrated that Darren was a little bit more confident because he walked off the front lines.
Stop. Can you think of a time when you had confidence and courage? Period. I expect that you can take that and transfer it over to an area where it can be used. It, it can be used in, in your uh, search for work. We can just transfer that. Connect to that energy. You know, I'll share the story about uh, there was a time in my life where I didn't feel like I really mattered. And I decided to go to the homeless shelter. And I will share that story with them. I encourage you to mark a time in your life that you can stand on. This is who you really are in your curiosity. H stands for help, hope, and hero. We're going to start with help. The biggest thing here is when we are moving into an area that we do not understand, that we are unsure of our footing, is to have a solid foundation of, foundation of support. We're only human and sometimes we can get depressed when things don't go our way. And I'll share an example. I got laid off in 2015 and never got work until 2017. I went into a very big depression. I was addicted to sleeping pills and I went into two facilities and it cost me so much money. That is one of the reasons why I'm here today. If I can save you money <laughs> and suffering because you need to reach out for help and create a support platform for you. When we're depressed and in, in an anxiety state, we cannot think clearly and we cannot make proper choices. I encourage you to find a place where you can actually confide in someone. Create a support network, even the people that we have here, but a trusted friend, somebody that you always feel good with, that doesn't dump on you or take energy away from you. This is very important, very, very important when you're in a new venture. This way you can always have a place where you are supported and can share. The next is hope. Never underestimate the power of hope. Hope is really the point that your mind will be directed to faith that things will actually happen. If we keep moving and taking little tiny action steps with the hope of what we desire, then eventually you're going to get there. It's without a doubt, that's just a natural law. And hero, who is your hero? I invite you to search for a hero in the area that you want to expand in and call them up for a coffee date, offer to pay for their lunch, offer to pay for their time. Be respectful of their time. If they're already successful in what they're, what they're doing, come prepared with a list of questions. Come prepared to be very aware of their time and say, you know what? It's 15 minutes. We're just about done here. I want to be very respectful of your time. So thank you very much for meeting me today. I will take this with me and apply it. I'm very grateful for you taking the time with me today. Can I pay for your lunch? Not only will this give you a higher level of respect, but it will open the doors. They will remember you and they will always support you. Believe me. I got this from John Maxwell. Again, I constantly endorse him for his leadership skills. 
and the many books that he has read. So I encourage you to take a look at his podcast and maybe adapt that into your daily habits. A is accountability is accountability is action. How do you keep yourself accountable? Do you rely on other people to keep you accountable? When it comes down to the bare minimum of things that you want to create and in your life, you are the one that is accountable. You are the one that is responsible and the one is responsible. It's wonderful to be, it's wonderful to have a mentor. But the action comes from anything that you learn, you do apply it. If you don't apply it, it's useless knowledge. Can I get some responses from you and how to motivate yourself to keep yourself accountable? What's the daily tick and bob routine that you do? How many resumes do you send out each day? How many calls do you make? When you can actually see your progress, it constantly reinforces positivity. It reinforces acknowledgement to yourself that you're on the right track. I encourage you not to react. Now, uh, we're going to move into the next portion, and it is action. It's self-explanatory, but how I would like to expand on this is often when we're in a vulnerable situation where we're moving into a new area of work, we automatically react to certain situations that have happened in the past. And so action is when you purposely stop in your tracks and you choose something coming from a place of not fear, but coming from a place of knowledge. And I'll share with you the four points of a reaction. Number one, notice right away how you feel. If your emotions are high and you feel your body heat is raised or the hair in the back of your neck or you're a little bit shaky or you feel like you want to punch someone, then it's probably, a, it, it is a good idea to stop and just say, you know what, I need to walk away for a minute. Second, call someone. Just table it for a bit. Call someone that you can talk to right away. If you've got somebody on your helpline, that you can call right away so that you can express. The biggest thing about reaction is that we are reacting when we've got old memories, old programs that are there that need to come out again because somebody has, has, uh, somebody has pushed that button. And that has happened to me a number of times, working for three ladies that were uh, consistent bullies. And I didn't, take, I, I didn't take the right steps because... <laughs> I remember one particular situation, uh, one lady, she just shared with me, I, I came back and I attacked in, um, and it, it was a, a situation where she just didn't have the knowledge of what she was doing. And, and she knew I knew <laughs> she hated that. That was two bullies that I worked for and they couldn't stand it that I knew more than they did. And I'm not trying to build myself up, self up or anything, but maybe I was coming from an egotistical point of view and I was being in, in defense. And so when I reacted, it just escalated the situation. And uh, she, of course, has a position of power. 
I had no respect for her whatsoever, but she had a position of power and I was in a vulnerable position. And so, um, she said to me, tread lightly, tread lightly. I will never work for anybody like that again. And so I encourage you to find someone that you can express with if that button is being pushed. So you find someone that you trust and express with, and then you sit down and you have a conversation and they look at you and you're open to saying, you know what? I was in the storm. What happened? And they can come back and say to you, you know what? This has happened to you many times. And the same button keeps being pushed. What are the different, this, you know, these are some of the suggestions. So there's four steps when you get and the fourth step is to ask for feedback. What did you notice about how I was reacting? Because when you react, you can't think. So those are the four things in taking action. Next is allow. When you've taken some action steps and you don't see anything happening, you can't go back and bang against the same thing that you've been uh, working on. Do not, <laughs> do not uh, go back and beat the same steps that you walked on at, hoping for a different outcome. I mean, that we've all heard that that's the definition of insanity. Try something different. Take a different action step and allow. Allow because it, things will come into place and we live in a world of in, instant gratification and that's not how things work. So just allow. And sometimes it's a really good idea to get a distraction. If you're getting anxious and you feel that you're anxious, find something that fills you and go and do that. Then come back. Lastly, what we're going to talk about is T in chat. So the first one is telling. What is your, va your face telling? What is your body telling? What does your walk say? What does your tone of voice say? What does your posture say? The meaning of telling is revealing indicative of much otherwise unnoticed. You know, um, I'll share a story with you. When I was in a self-development course, uh, I had to stand in front of a video camera. We were discussing some vulnerabilities. I can't remember exactly what it was. And as I was answering the questions, my physical responses were indicative of my aware, uh, where I was. And uh, it was, gosh, it was in 2003, no, 2006, no, two, 2003, I think it was. Yeah, so, hmm, 13 years ago when I started my self-development, so... Um, uh, as I was answering the questions, I would lift, lift my neck and uh, stick my chin out. And every time it was like a <laughs> knee-jerk reaction and it was unconscious reaction. And what I learned from that video is that, uh, you know, through my upbringing, um, I think I shared with you, it's a very dysfunctional home and I had to do things on my own. I didn't have the support that I needed and the love and acknowledgement and uh, I just felt that, you know what, I can take it. You know, just hit me one more time. I can take it. You know, I'm strong enough. I, I can take it. And finally, I got to a place uh, in 2015. I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and uh, I fell. 
and uh, I fell bad and I fell into a depression. Um, I, I ended up going into a facility uh, to get off of sleeping pills because I just did not want to face life. Uh, being bullied by uh, supervisors for three years, uh, losing my job, my house, and, and I didn't lose my house, I sold my house, but my, my whole world crashed. And so I really needed to dive in to find out who, who I really am. And <laughs> I'm quite a bit older than you guys, so I, I just would I love it if you get a firm foundation in this now so that you don't go through the pain and agony like I did and so many others that love to share their stories. So, um, and, and just to, just to elaborate, uh, you know, now I, I am doing a podcast with the characters of all these little personality traits that I adapted that didn't serve me and I use it in a way to help people see that that it doesn't serve you in a comical way so I exaggerated it and so the uh, personality that I had was Monique and uh, she took me out of the game so uh, but I recognized in the character of, of Monique is that tenacity played a huge part and that's another part of T. What does tenacity mean to you? Tenacious means keeping a firm hold. Can you think of a time when you were actually focused on something and got it completed from the very beginning to the end? Well, that's exactly what Monique served for me. She is tenacious. When she's given a job and is passionate about it, she gets it done. Definitely. Definitely. But the thing that I recognized about the... Um, harmful part of this personality within myself is that there was no no acknowledgement and no appreciation just get on with the job uh, get on with something else bigger and better try harder and go faster and that doesn't serve anyone eventually you'll burn out so by taking these uh, into account let's uh, move into the final phase which is transformation so what does trans like if you adapt all these things and you've you have uh you know, you have, you're curious and you develop your character, you're aware, you've got a support network and you allow and uh, you recognize what your face is saying, you know, the telling part of it, then you will be transformed. Making an empowered choice is a way to ensure that you're going to create and manifest what you desire. But how does it fit in with the whole person? What, what are your values? Have you set boundaries? Transformation. That's exactly what's going to happen with you in this situation. And it's going to be a fantastic transformation. Anytime there's a challenge, an opportunity to expand and grow, then you are um, expanding more of who you really are and you have so much to give. So I really encourage you to to uh, dive into your authenticity and, and experience your own transformation and, and walk with that with a different way of telling who you are. Stop. So, darlings, this is Monique. I'm just wrapping things up for you. We had a little chat. Mm-hmm. It was great fun for me. And it was fun for April too. Haha. <laughs> yes, I really enjoyed being with you beautiful ladies. And I hope that you got something out of this.
I would just like to summarize. So in our chat, let's take a look at what we talked about. C was for curiosity, confidence, and character. Now, remember, when you're curious about something and you don't come from fear, then that is going to open up opportunities for you where you don't feel like you're insecure. Just be curious about things. Don't worry about asking questions. And that helps you define your character. H, who is your hero? How, is you, how are you going to set up your support network? Now, if you don't have somebody in your direct circle of influence that you can contact, you know, access the people here. Access some ladies that have been in this program before. Access the staff from this program. They're here for you. But just make sure that you've got a 911 helpline ready for you so that you can express because you will come against those challenges. You will react because you've been programmed that way. Now you're going to be trying something new. It's just like you're coming into... Uh, you're, you're going through a huge change. And so change is always uncomfortable and it'll bring up insecurities. But when you have the proper su support network, you'll be able to get through it with much greater ease and more wise choices will come out of that. A is for accountability. You know, <laughs> when I was young, I was like, okay, my boss will check up on me. That's fine. I just couldn't be bothered. Or I'll hear from someone saying, yeah, well, she said she was going to call me. No, no, you are accountable for your life. You make things happen. Be the proactive person. Be the person that is setting up your intention that you will accomplish. There's another A. You will accomplish what your, your desires are. And allow Know and trust that, you know, if, within the ancient hope, you know, know that as you're, you're trusting that things will fall into place and you're making these little actions to move you towards your desired outcome. It is a natural law of the universe that you, that they, that it will happen. It's, it will happen. And uh, when you're feeling insecure, remember, yes, of course, pull from your support network. And T. When you're making these choices, you know, ask for feedback from people. What is your face telling? What are people noticing about you? What are you saying about yourself? Not just with words, but your actions and your posture and the way you speak. And remember, tenacity. You know, you'll, you'll get through it. And it's developing a new habit. It takes some time. So it's making sure that you just pick... You know, just pick two things every day that you're going to do to move you towards your goal. And later on, you'll find that once you gain momentum, that you will have that reinforced encouragement by seeing your progress. So that is the summarization of our chat. Now, I'd just like to give you a few resources to choose that if you choose, pardon me, if you want to help yourself daily. I find listening to podcasts daily is a way to just really set up my day. And John Maxwell is fantastic for, for leadership. He may be a business uh, guru, but 
honestly, he has taught me how to lead myself. He has taught me how to create my life. And I've only been listening to him for about a year and it's made such a huge difference. So I would love that uh, you get something out of that. It's just scrumptious. And uh, Joe Dispenza also and Bruce Lipton. Uh, the book, The Wisdom of Your Cells, and also that is by Bruce Lipton and the book, Change the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Both of these are really insightful to see how your thoughts actually change the chemical composition within your body. And as I mentioned to you, uh, we, we have these little characters. I'm sure that you've got a character or some sort of personality type, maybe similar to Monique, you know, the one that took me out of the game. Uh, but, you know, since I've been playing with this and play with it, you know, take a childlike perspective in being able to grow into something more and bigger in who you are. I encourage you always to continue personal growth. Put a plan together for the next year and book that date with a mentor. That is your action item. I would ask you to send your supervisor a date and time of who you actually talk to in the area that you're looking for. And one last thing, ladies, have an accountability partner. This has served me very well. You need to screen that too. It's like a friend. <laughs> we we want to have the friends that are going to encourage us, but also keep us on, on track through, through honesty and commitment. So, to summarize this, your action plans, you can listen to the books, you can expand your personal growth by uh, accessing some of this information, find an accountability partner, and encourage I encourage you to also um, make sure that you're doing two things a day to move you towards your goal. So this is April Getz with the Acting House of Healing. <laughs> and I am so honored to have spent this time with you. And I hope that uh, this knowledge will serve you. And you will actually create the world that you want to live in. Use this as a template. Use this as a mark in time. <laughs> Not just for this job, for, for anything. And, and uh, listen to it over and over again. Because I find that layering helps you. Uh, repetition also helps to reinforce the knowledge to gain in order to create new habits in your life. All right. Um, hugs to you all and uh, the very best to you. Bye for now. Hi. Hi. My name is Tanny Wanny. I'm from a small town, northern Alberta, called Bleep River. I work on a community board for improvement. It's called Harmony River. <sighs> it's just so hard. It's so hard. It's uh, it's really hard. You know, I gather all the complaints, you know, everything's always so hard. I just 
don't want to do it, you know. I don't want to do it on my own, you know. It's so painful. I do what I have to, though. This is the way it has always been my whole life. I can't change. You know that. Nothing changes. Nothing changes unless you complain about it. So that's why I decided to be on the board for Harmony River here at Bleep River. What the bleep would you know about that, hey? What the bleep? Anyway, it's really painful. It's really, really painful. But I'm doing something. You know? Are you? I, I'm doing something. I mean, there was, there was a few complaints. But you know what? I put in some more. So, there was five when I first started a week ago. I don't give a frick. There's a lot of things that need to be done here. Not much money doing this, you know. I barely get by. But I'm doing something. So I added uh, 423 more complaints. So, so. I know it's hard. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know it's hard. So, uh, like I said, you know, nothing. Nothing changes. Nothing. You know, unless you complain about it. All right. So, send me your complaint at www.tannycomplaint.wanny. Thanks. Bye.